So today mm-hmm. we're actually uh, talking about the fact that it is truly finished. And because it is truly finished, we can praise him. So we're kicking off uh, another show today. This is Kingdom Switch podcast and we have been focusing uh, for the last two weeks on the Lord's Prayer and will be for the next six weeks, five weeks after this week. So last week I had Sabrina with me, Sabrina Hammonds, and this week my co-host is back, Susan Fleming. And uh, I never know whether to add the Speisman on. Is it Susan Fleming or Susan Fleming Speisman? Let me honour the husband, um, Susan Fleming Speisman. Okay. <laughs> Jason, I honor you, okay? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, Kingdom Switch, for those of you who may not come, may never have come across the podcast before, we're focusing on Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these other things will be added to you besides. And we are talking about switching switching systems into the kingdom of God system because as we know the world does not know what to do with itself right now you know whether it's uh, governments and every other system within the world but God has promised us that when we come over into his kingdom when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior we live in a different system and I think for a long time I don't even know Susan would you agree with me that church has probably not understood what that system was I definitely would agree with that. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) you you know, I can't blame them. You know, we get revelation sometimes from God, which is absolutely fantastic. And when I got that revelation, I think it was 2012 when God told me he was going to show me how we have conformed to certain systems Mm -hmm. of the world and not even realized it. And I remember it distinctly. I was in my kitchen and at the time one of my pastors was doing a... Um, a series on Romans 12 2 and I'm going but God I understand Romans 12 2 but we can't do Romans 12 2 unless we do Romans 12 1 right so Mm. you can't get be conformed don't be conformed to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of of your mind unless you're willing to lay your whole life on the altar unless you're willing to be dead (laughs) right dead to self and alive Mm -hmm. in Christ and so um uh, particularly with everything that's gone on since 2020. I just mentioned that word, you know, in case um, YouTube just do a, you said that word, so I won't say that word, 2020. <laughs> uh, God kept pressing on, uh, pressing it on my heart even more um, about switching systems. And so this is how uh, Kingdom Switch was born. And I'm so grateful to Susan that she's co-hosting with me right now um susan susan brings all the theology right i'm just like a talk person susan kind of delves into all the intricacies and comes out with oh did you mean no the greek meaning is this you know this 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 is um this is joseph prince's uh, sister i swear <laughs> so i like to know i like to know why no that's, it's good i mean you know that's that's the question i've I've been asking my whole life, everything was why, but why, but why? And and, and that's exactly what kids do, right? When you you say don't do so-and-so, they Mm -hmm. say why, why? And I believe actually that God wants us to ask the why. I remember once um, Mm -hmm. somebody at our church saying that we had no right to ask God questions. And I'm like, well, God, I'm in trouble then because I ask you questions all the time. (laughs) 
and th- yeah. and that's how children learn right um is that they ask questions so yeah so if you've been told that yeah it's a lie just just keep um just keep asking mm-hmm. So today mm-hmm. we're actually uh, talking about the fact that it is truly finished. And because it is truly finished, mm-hmm. we can praise him. So last week we focused on the first part of the Lord's Prayer, Our Father in Heaven, and talked about what, why Jesus distinguished the Father in Heaven. And we can compare that to our earthly Father. And um, in essence, everything that the Father has in heaven, Heaven literally is ours. So I basically said Mm. that I believe that the Lord's Prayer is a kingdom prayer. It really Mm. is. So today we're talking about praise, right? Where that word, uh, that phrase, hallowed be thy name, is like an adoration. It's a, you know, you're worthy to be praised. And so um, I'm kind of (laughs) reading my notes here. (laughs) So forgive me. Yeah. But to pray hallowed be your name means to ask God to let his name be worshipped. And and this is something that I've been really focusing on today that mm. sometimes we think, and I heard, um, I can't remember her name, you invited me to listen to her live last night. And uh, in fact, actually, we're going to London to see her and she's doing the Are same thing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'll tell you more, more about that after. But yes. um, she was saying about the fact that God spoke to her one day and said that he, actually, no, it wasn't. I take it back, it wasn't her, it was Lisa Bever, said how God revealed to her that he was more interested in their relationship than what we can do for him. And I don't know mm-hmm. about you, Susan, but I have fallen into the performance trap. God, use me. God, use me. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if a child doesn't know that they have a relationship with their parents, they go and do all the wrong things. Mm. Isn't, it, isn't that the case? Yeah. Absolutely. I was, um, yeah, <laughs> I was actually having a conversation yesterday with my son. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, let me see how to make this a short story. He, um, you know, as most of us do, he's been taught it's about rules right. and lists. Mm-hmm. And he was asking me all kinds of questions yesterday mm-hmm. about that and why why is it like that and and is there any point um, at which I can do something so bad that God won't let me into heaven? Oh bless. Yeah, because he's been um, he's being told some things that are way off, um, and unfortunately, it's by somebody in our family. So it's not somebody he can really separate himself Mm, from. And so mm. it, but it just opened up such a beautiful conversation for us to talk about relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and how, yes, we honor the name of God, which we're going to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. What that means, hallowed be thy name. Um, There is respect there, but he also very much pursues relationship with us. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, that that performance trap, it starts early. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we are going to talk about making God's name look good because that's what this is about. First and foremost, he loves us so that we can demonstrate his love to other people. But when we don't understand Mm. that love and all we have to give them is the religiosity, do this, that and the other. Listen, I've been married now. So this year we've been married 33 years 
And I am sure that there have been occasions when my husband would just want to say, just end it, right? I know for me, there are times when I'm just like, man, do I have to live like this? Do I have to live this nonsense? And I'm saying if as humans, we can have stickability, just imagine what God is like, our heavenly father, how he just does not Mm. stop pursuing because he wants that relationship more than we even think about it. So if we don't think about the relationship on that level, if I don't think to myself, even when my husband gets on my nerves, I love him, right? Despite the fact that, you know, for right now, as I heard somebody say about Abraham and Sarah, uh, Sarah, that Sarah at times probably wanted to poison his pepper pot. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, yeah, um, I'm telling you. And anybody who want to come after me about the marriage thing, you just make sure you've been married longer than me, okay? Because, right. <laughs> you know, you'll get these people saying, oh, you shouldn't have said that. It's like, yeah, you've been married five years, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean it like that, no. All I'm saying is, yeah, some people just get a bit silly and, uh, yeah. So first and foremost, what God wants is for us to glorify his name on the earth. And we've taken that as in lift up our hands in praise, um, you know, do the right thing, go to church every time the church door is open. No, what God wants is for people to look at our lives and say, my gosh, you know, look at the way they glow. Look at the way they flow, you know, look at who they are. My gosh, look at the peace that they have. Look at the love that they have for each other. This is what I want. And and I think I've told this story before, um, but hey, I'm not going to worry about telling stories um, again and again. When I was, I used to be an insurance loss adjuster, so I would go to people's houses when they had claims. Man, I wouldn't do that nowadays. But anyway, yeah, back then I did. And um, I went to this guy's house one day and he just looked at me and he went, you're a Christian, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, mm. why? He said, it shows on you. This guy wasn't mm. a Christian. He said, it shows on you. And um, yeah, so, you know, that's what it's about. You know, um, <laughs> not, I remember being on a plane one day and um, I was coming across to America, actually. And the air hostess came around and she said, um, would you like a drink, sir? Talking to the other person I got chatting to. And he said, uh, no, thank you. I don't drink. I'm a Christian. I wanted to get out my seat and slap him. Right? <laughs> I should have said, no, ma'am, he's religious. <laughs> right. right. You know, right. Even if you don't drink, just say, no, thanks. I'm okay. Right. right. Or do right. you have something soft? Mm. Or no, I don't drink. I'm a Christian. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Not representing us well. <laughs> oh, gosh, you know. Oh, my word. Yeah, that's a really good way of opening up the gospel mm. to the lady. No, I don't drink. And if you do, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. yeah so so anyway um I actually looked up I did a Susan right I actually looked <laughs> up the word hallowed and it means oh my gosh can I pronounce it no right okay <laughs> I, <laughs> I practiced it yesterday but I can't remember uh hag hag hagiadzo hagiadzo mm. I think it is and it means to render or acknowledge, or to be venerable or hollow. And I had to look up the word venerable because I know the word vulnerable, but I'm like, what does the word venerable mean? And venerable means accorded a great deal of respect, especially because of age, wisdom, or character. Well, you ain't going to get nobody older or wiser or with more character (laughs) than God. (laughs) 
it's just not going to happen. So, so I was like, yeah. wow, you know, that's a, um, a, a great uh, representation, a great e explanation of the meaning of the word hallowed. Yeah, and I, I, after you say that, I feel like it's kind of redundant because when I think of, you know, like biblical names, Hebrew names, mm -hmm. the point of the name was to speak to the person's character. Ooh. Ooh. Right? They named the kids after what they saw in them. They gave them names that fit who they were right, and, okay. and called out that identity in them. So it's almost a redundant when you say, hallowed be your name. It's like he's re pointing back to the character and nature of God twice. Or what's the English? I mean, Elodie's not here for me to ask her. There's when you use a, when you use a double, double. So, um, mm. uh, when you double up on a word and it means to like really emphasize it. I can't right. think of what the, you know, it's been so long ago since I've been to school. Yeah. I just know that it has a meaning when you double up on the word, uh, you use different words, but they, they're, they have the same meaning. And so it's almost like, I, I hear what you're saying about being redundant, but the idea is that it, it enforces yeah. it even more. I'm putting more emphasis on emphasis, this hallowed, yeah be yeah. your name your name mm. is and 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 you know susan mm -hmm. interestingly i was going to add a little bit more to these notes and i thought no i'll just mention it when we're talking about praise right we can talk about praise in so far as we worship god and i and i have said this that in my bible in i should have got it actually but it's behind me and i'm too wired up <laughs> so, <laughs> so i can't turn on i'll probably pull something out that i shouldn't um but in Revelation, I have actually gone through the whole of the book of Revelation and everywhere where the elders and the angels are praising God, I have actually highlighted those in my Bible because when I want yeah. to do pure praise that's not focused on me, when I just want to praise him for who he is, I find mm. that those are the best ways. You know, when the, um, um, oh, oh gosh, what's one of them? Um, gosh that's terrible i should maybe i should see hold on when when they're saying holy holy yes. thank like you those, thank you holy yeah. holy holy yeah. is the lord god <laughs> almighty who was and is and is yeah. to come thank you thank you susan yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's never ceasing and it's and yeah. we can read that sometimes or i used to read it you know in my uh what, how would i say religiosity uh -huh. and and be like, why? It, like, they're just, it's so repetitive. It's so boring. You know, I read it completely different now, but that's, you know, I think a lot of people still read it that way. It's like, why do they just keep repeating the same thing over and over? <laughs> but guess what? Where he's so worthy to be praised, because I used to think I'm not looking forward to going to heaven, because if this is all I'm going to be doing all the time. But it's, um, I think it was Tommy Tenney came to our church once and he was talking about a diamond in a ring and how you get the reflection of the diamond. Mm. And he said, every single time the elders and the angels praise him, the diamond changes. And so the reflection changes. And it's like they've forgotten that they've just praised him and they praise him again because the adoration that they have is just so great. And that's the way that I see this. So I could pick this up. 
sometimes yeah. more than once a day and read it. And I am telling you, sometimes I get to the end and I'll be just like, I want to I wanna go back again. You know, sometimes some of them I'll read mm-hmm. over and over because it's like my spirit is connecting with his spirit. When I'm thinking, mm, I don't know if I want to go to heaven because this is just going to be really boring. That's me thinking with my soulish mind. Yeah. Yeah. But when I'm praising him and I'm praising him from my spirit, I am not thinking, um, oh, my gosh, this is boring. I'm thinking, wow, God, I can feel your presence. Wow. The, mm-hmm. the words, uh, you know, the song, oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great redeemer's mm. praise. Sometimes I think a thousand words isn't enough. Yeah. You, mm. you know, another one. um, <clears throat> Uh, Revelation chapter four eleven. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. I was mm. created for His pleasure. Yeah. I was created for His pleasure. So when we're putting ourselves down and thinking that we're not enough, we have to remember we were created for His yeah. pleasure, mm. and everything in the world he created so that we could enjoy them. So when somebody says to you, why should you have that Mercedes car? Tell them because my daddy made it. <laughs> <laughs> he gave man the ability to yes. be able to make it, right? So, so yeah. but I, I wanted to go on to something else, um, Susan, in terms of praise. And believe it or not, it was Elodie that actually taught me this um, one day, that we think of praise in terms of putting our hands up and, and, and worshipping God. And that's, we need to do that. And I believe that we need to have those times when we actually just sit down and, and just praise God, right? And mm. just just be quiet in his presence. And sometimes praise um, will, will culminate into silence where you're just allowing God to speak mm-hmm. to you. So, you know, it, I believe it's in Zephaniah yeah. where he sings songs of deliverance over us, right? Mm. Oh, daughter of Zion. That is that yeah. is I, that is you, Susan. That is you mm-hmm. watching. We are, you know, women. Um, I'm talking to the women now. <laughs> We're daughters <laughs> of Zion. And sometimes we just got to let God sing songs of deliverance over us. But what about the times when we are asking, when we're looking at the character of God, I had to remind somebody today and they sent a message back and said, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for the last part of that message that you gave me, that we have to remember that God is Jehovah Rapha, my healer. Mm. And if we're in Christ and Christ is in God, it means that we are in God. We are in the character of God and his character is to heal. And so we are the healed despite what we might be looking at. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a question of does he want to heal you? Like yeah. he no, <laughs> that's a given. The healing yeah. is yours. It's already happened yeah. by his wounds. We are healed, and he said it's finished. So it's already yours. Yeah. If you choose to receive it. Amen. If you choose to receive yeah. it. So I have this prayer book here, and I actually recommend it to everybody. You know when then dry seasons when you just feel like you can't pray you're just like God, I just feel so dry. This book has been yeah. a, an absolute yeah. I just I just love it. Um, this is the King James version. They have bought out one which is the NIV personally, but maybe I'm just too King Jamesy, right? But to me the the the, the, the NIV one just doesn't pack the same punch, right? But yeah. 
she has um, in here, and that's where I got the title from. So, uh, Jermaine Copeland, I, you know, confess I nicked the title from you. Adoration, hallowed be thy name. And in this one, she lists every, not all the characters because she can't list all the characters. She lists the characters of God. I bless your name, Elohim, the creator of heaven and the earth. I bless your name, El Shaddai, the God almighty of blessings. I bless your name, Adonai, my Lord and my master. I love that one. That one, Adonai, my Lord and my master. It means that we just let you, let you just take over. Um, you know, when we think of master and slave, we think of somebody being bullied and pushed around. But when we look at the centurion, when he came and he said that my servant is sick. Was it the centurion who came to him and said, my servant is sick, will you heal him? There was one and, that his, his son, was it the son? No, the one where he said, um, don't even come to my house, you know, just say the mm -hmm. word and he'll be healed. And yes. Jesus said, I've not seen um, such great faith in all of mm -hmm. all of Israel. Now, that that relationship that that man had with his servant was the way that we need to con we need to consider Christ that servant was a member of his household his kids never went without he never went without just like Joseph in Potiphar's house until Potiphar's wife messed it up there was that respect for Joseph mm -hmm. and that's the kind of servant that God is talking about yes you do his will but you don't go without anything you you don't yeah. want for anything because that is a character of God to take care of you. And I'm telling you guys, let me tell you, I'm a work in progress, right? And so when I'm saying these things, I'm talking to me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to, to, to me too, you know, so I'm just going to quickly um, read a couple more of these. I bless your name, Jehovah Jireh, the one who sees my needs and provides for them. I bless your name, Jehovah Rapha, my healer, the one who makes bitter experiences sweet. I bless your name, Jehovah Makedesh, the Lord, my sanctifier. Jehovah Nissi, you are my victory mm. and banner and my standard. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Can one, I one, say yeah, go, go something for it, there? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. So what keeps coming to mind for me is every time you say, I bless whatever, right? When I When I hear that, my mind goes to, we can't give what we don't have. Amen. So if yeah. you don't, it, it's like trying to to praise him when you don't believe that he praises you. Trying to bless him when yeah. you don't believe he blesses you. Yeah. Like it's, again, that, that reciprocal relationship. So if you're seeing yourself as just, you know, I'm a worm and I have nothing hmm. and you know then mm. then how are you blessing him yeah if you true. don't believe that he has i just i don't know i just wonder about that like how how god receives that from us yeah. if we're coming from that place and saying i bless you but are we really yeah you know if we if we don't believe that we are blessed susan that's bless ex that that's exactly how i started if we truly believe it is finished then mm. we can truly praise him for who he is. Mm. So you're yeah. perfectly right that we have to come from that place of I've received. I, mm -hmm. when your husband gives you a gift, 
right? You go to him and you say, thank you, right? Okay, there are yeah. times when I'll just go to Chris and I'll just say, thanks, love. And he'll say, what for? <laughs> just just thanks, just because I want to say thanks. But I'm being mm. honest with you, it's not an everyday occurrence. Give me something and I'll say thank you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just being transparent here, right? Um, and that's the same way because God has given us his most precious gift, his son, Jesus mm. Christ. We can say thank you because we realize the life that Jesus died to give us. But if we don't recognize that life that he died to give us or or worse, we're still trying to get that life. Because even Mm. though we've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we're listening to everything about uh, one of the... um, uh, the previous uh, a podcast we've done about we're working towards sanctification, we're working yeah. towards righteousness. I, and I do remember sitting in church one day and um, someone was doing some speaking and he had this um, uh, flip chart and he was drawing all of these squares and saying, you know, this is your family, this is your business, uh, this is blah, 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 you know, and um, um, <clears throat> you've got to put Jesus first. And then all of these things will come together. But the way he was speaking was like, you're never going to get to that place of righteousness. And I remember sitting there and saying, you know, God, when do we get to the place of righteousness? If we're always working through all of these avenues, our businesses, our relationships, you know, and everything else. When do we get to that point of righteousness? And I'll be honest with you, it was probably 10, 15 years later before I really understood that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and Jesus yeah. died to give me everything and whether I sin and and again we have to keep bringing this thing up right because I know some people are so sin conscious yeah and if you are sin conscious you yeah. generally speaking struggling with more sin than those people who are not sin conscious I'm just saying right um, but Jesus has forgiven me for my sins past present and future but it doesn't mean that I just go out and deliberately sin because I'm going to be I'm going to be forgiven. It means that when I'm in that love, when I'm enveloped in that love, mm. I didn't want to think about doing those things. Yeah, I, I, I don't even no. want to think about it, but it all emanates from a relationship with him. And I know, you know, Susan, I believe I say this this kind of stuff every single podcast but guess what I will keep saying it right it emanates mm. from a relationship with him mm. because otherwise all we have is behavior modification Absolutely. and if I want behavior modification I'm going to go to a therapist and get some cognitive therapy I don't yeah. want co- and nothing wrong with cognitive therapy by the way if you need it you go for it but what I'm saying is I want to be able to demonstrate and glorify God through the acknowledgement and knowing what he has done for me rather than because I get up in the morning it's like I better not sin I want to look in the mirror at night and say God I'm going to my bed and I praise you because you're so good not list Mm. all of the sins that I have done and say God I'm such a worm today yeah well if you think of it think of it in the marriage relationship Mm-hmm. Are you constantly telling yourself, don't cheat on my husband? Don't cheat on my husband. Oh, gosh. Uh, right? <laughs> oh, God. Like, because you yeah. love him. Yeah, like, that's, that's not even a thought. Yeah, that's so true. It's not even a thought. That is and so, so when true. We think about that in terms of God. Like, yeah. if you have that relationship with him. Yeah. And you genuinely love him. Yeah. Right, you don't want to do the things that yeah. are going to hurt him. Yeah. That's so true. Right. 
you know, one of my pastors, Pastor Simon, who my previous pastors, I just love him so much. So, you know, I'm going to say something good, right? Because as one of my directors taught me, if you've got something bad to say, you don't mention people's names, right? But if you've got something good, you big them up, right? So um, my previous pastor, uh, Pastor Simon, used to be gay and um, homosexual, whatever word you want to use. And he got born again and, um, oh my gosh, I'm telling you, if you want to see an anointing on somebody, you just watch Pastor Simon. People just get um, uh, healed during the worship time. And uh, he's married and he's got a daughter. And when he came to our church, he came from a church in Scotland and came down to Bristol. And when he came to our church and uh, he started speaking kingdom and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, every word that came out of this guy's mouth, you wanted to, you know, um, be listening to what he was saying. And uh, I remember telling people that, um, oh, we've got this new pastor. And, you know, some people were saying, oh, and I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, suppose he, suppose he goes back. Mm. And I'm like, you guys don't understand the power of the blood of Jesus. You don't understand redemption. Wow. Why don't I go back? I might have been 13 years old, but you don't know what I was doing at 13. <laughs> so why don't why don't I go yeah. back? <laughs> right. You know, so um, anyway, I, I, we're, we're running out of time. I know that we've had a few technical uh, difficulties today, um, but I do want to uh, talk about this because I don't want to be focusing on the sin thing, honestly, because praise is just so so wonderful and the reason i mentioned all of those the characters of god by the way is as i said what elodie taught me is that even in our asking we can be praising because we're praising god for the fact that he is jehovah rapha so even though we're asking for our healing we're praising him because it is already done because jehovah rapha the character of god has already healed me through christ jesus it is mine and so i'm praising you for the fact that i am healed yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, well, I think of the, the neuroscience of that, not to bore anybody, but <laughs> you won't bore that's, me, where, <laughs> that's where my, my brain goes to, yeah. you know, when I'm working with my clients, that's the first thing I tell them is like, your brain has to see it to believe it, mm -hmm. right? It has to be real in your mind first. Right. And I think of that situation with with healing, if you believe I am healed, then that's what you're going to see manifested. Yeah. But you got to believe it first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we don't go to him asking for things he's already given. We go to yeah. him thanking and praising him for what he's given. Yes. And then continue to walk that out until we see it yeah. manifest in our body. Yes. Amen. Amen. I am going to... Um, I really want to uh, cover this, Susan, and then go on to some quick practical applications. There's a scripture mm -hmm. in Matthew 21, 16. And uh, let me just uh, lay some context down for this. This was when Jesus sent the disciples out to go and get the cult to, and he walked through the streets of Jerusalem and they were putting down all mm -hmm. the palm trees and, and praising him, etc. And then he goes and he kicks out the money, money exchangers out of the temple. Money changers, yeah, money whatever they're called. He kicked them out of the temple and... Um, and then it says that, uh, uh, do you hear what these people are saying? So this is the scribes and the Pharisees who are, in Jamaican terms, they're vexed. 
they are they are angry because they're like can you hear what these kids are saying can you hear the way they're praising you and jesus said to them yes now have you never read out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have perfected praise and Mm. i just thought wow these kids are so fresh right that they've not been tarnished with everything from the world they just see jesus and they recognize character they recognize who god is and they're Mm. praising him right because they can see the wonderful things that the scribes and the pharisees can see that they can see the wonderful things but they're thinking why is it being directed at you who are you mm-hmm. you know um you, you know so so it's like wow can you not hear what these kids are saying what these people are saying hosanna to the son of david but because they were in- indignant they're just thinking to themselves jesus who are you to be accepting such worship mm-hmm. and and the reason i bring that up is because where where jesus says yes have you never read out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have perfected praise they are just so pure at that stage in their spirit that they they're not thinking about all of the things that people tell them they can do can't do um this is what god looks like they just recognize this is the son of god and there is something in this person Mm. that i want to praise i always say that kids can very often Mm. pick up character oh yeah yeah um, for sure they can like uh, uh, you know what stay away from me because there's something about you you, you know they can't say it like yeah. we can like mm, my spirit's not registering registering with that person but yeah. a kid can can totally recognize it and i believe that those children saw jesus and this is what jesus wants us to do have that perfected mm-hmm. praise that what we mm-hmm. see is his character his love his grace and we are just pr- praising him like children that mm-hmm. we think often that we have needs so god i need you because i want healing or i need my finances or i need a new job or whatever it might be children have more needs than we do right because a baby mm. can't feed itself. They rely on us to make sure that we feed them, clothe them, put a roof over their head, educate them, take them to the doctor if they're sick. They rely on us wholly. Because if we yeah. don't do that, we're neglecting our children. And yet what God was saying, I believe in this. Be like these children. Exercise perfected praise. Just believe that all of those things that you say you need, I've done them. Don't even think about them. Matthew mm. six thirty three. Seek first mm-hmm. the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these other yeah. things will be given to you besides. Yeah. Well it's a trusting. The, right? Just yes. like with our kids. Yeah. They just trust. Yeah. Amen. Us. Yeah. As their parent, we're gonna provide. They don't even question. Yes. Right. And so we've got to go to God with that same childlike yeah. faith, trust, love. Yeah. Right. That's not question that it's just that's 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 my dad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Mm. Right. OK. We are going to wrap up now. But Susan, I know that you like to make things practical. Right. So I've started doing that in the podcast now. Put it in the notes because <laughs> Miss Susan here doesn't like to leave people on just a let's have a conversation. So we're going to make this practical. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So. You know, I've said here that by recognizing that our father is in heaven and his desire is to fill the earth with his presence, 
When we move out of the way and hallow his name because of who he is, like the children, we exercise exercise perfected praise. And in return, we get everything and we glorify his name in all the earth. So we make him look good, right? That's what God wants. But he's not a narcissist. He's not all about him. He wants us to praise him because he want us, wants us to forget that we have all of these issues. We were made to worship. We were made to worship him. And yet we spend more time begging. God, will mm. you give? God, will you do? You know, God, have you not seen that I need? <laughs> and, uh, and yet he, and again, somebody might say, well, what do you mean he's not a narcissist? If that's what he wants is the praise. Because the more we praise him, the more the world will see that he is a good God and they will want him to come to him because ultimately that's what he wants a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about his goodness. He wants people to see his goodness, not praise him for the sake of praise, but to display his goodness. Yes. Yeah. And to know that if that's who we believe he is, if we can believe my God is that good, you know, and then filter that through, I am made in his image. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It builds us up too, to acknowledge who he is. Yeah. Because when we know his character, then we know who we are. Preach. <laughs> Preach. For real. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, again, I have here, and I don't mind reading from my notes, when we focus on that element of focusing on him, it forces us to focus not on my wants, my, my needs. And I said, why? Because the angels and the elders don't need mm. to ask him for anything. Wow. The, the, the angels and the elders are just praising him because of who he is. And so when we get into praise, one of the things I do practically is when I praise, I think about the angels and the elders and how they praise him because in doing that i'm not focusing on me myself and i am what i want i am mm. thinking the angels and the elders don't have anything to ask god for they are yeah. just praising him because of who he is mm. and just imagine yourself do you do that do you imagine yourself with them absolutely, like pr- absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely and in fact actually i was downstairs one day and i was praising and I am telling you, I could hear the angels singing. Yeah, yeah, I just I just abandoned and I was like, I'm not thinking about myself. I'm just going to just just worship. And I just saw myself worshiping with the angels and the elders. I'm like copying them, right? <laughs> I yeah. can, I'm imagining yeah. myself, you know, they're getting down and they're just uh, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And I was just like, I'm just going to copy them. And I am mm. telling you, I could hear the angels singing. And to me, that's just the purest form of worship. Um, I've got a couple more practical things here, right, Susan? Um, Mm -hmm. But I, if you, I don't want to put you on the spot. I did put it in my notes, so I didn't know, don't know whether you saw that. But (laughs) have we got time to talk about what you do when you're looking at Jesus? Yeah. We can. Please. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) I, I, I have some others. I will just mention one thing. It's just to put some worship music on. I never used to do this. And Elodie said to me one day, no wonder you struggle to worship. <laughs> some people can do it, right? Some of us need to create that mood. 
Mm. And so find your favorite worship music and put that on so that you get into the mood and try and stop focusing on the ironing. Because I hate ironing, right? It's probably one of my worst chores. But the minute I go down to worship, I'm like, do you know what? Those clothes need ironing. (laughs) So, so yeah. So that's just one other practical thing that you can do just to get yourself in the mood of of worshiping. Now, as I said, I'm going to leave what else I have here because I really want Susan to talk about what she does. I love it. Well, to speak to the music thing for a second, I have to, um, I have to put on something instrumental. That's me. That it's it's more of a um, that is isn't even. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it's called, like soaking worship or something. So yeah. it's not. It's not singing an exact song. Yeah. It's not a melody that I recognize because then I get caught up in the music and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. you know. So yeah. it's more of like just setting the shifting the atmosphere yeah nice right yeah Yeah. and then um i think there's one called is it called dappy keys although some of his you can recognize and some of them are just instrumental i think it's called dappy Mm. keys if people want to look it up online i love listening to that yeah because as you Mm. say susan i can get up into you know start singing the song and get caught up in the song instead of worshiping so yeah 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 and not that you can't sing with it that can be worship but what we're talking about for um just being in his presence like you were saying earlier you get to a point to where it's like i just have to be quiet Mm -hmm. there's just a, a a reverence and an awe and like you know that you're in the presence and you don't want to say anything like you just want to be there and soak in it yeah Yeah, so but what i do um just really simple i just sit maybe on my bed or on the floor um somewhere where there's not going to be distraction and i just imagine jesus you know there with me i invite him to come sit with me and just look in his eyes as much as you can, it gets really intense. Um, but just letting him love me, yeah. you know, and not, mm. not asking anything, not trying to love him back, not, um, say that again, not trying to love him back. Say it again. Yeah. Not trying to love him back. That's, that's really difficult. Mm. <laughs> that's a really, really difficult, but you need, those moments of just letting him love you with no obligation on your part to love him back Mm -hmm. because he's not asking you to love him back. He's never put us under obligation to love him back. He pursues us, but he doesn't force us. So there's no obligation in it. And so just, just sitting there with him face to face, looking in his eyes and letting him love me as much as I can, you know, take in um, without breaking that eye contact. And just starting with that changed everything for me. Yeah, I tried it and I keep trying it. I've not got to where Susan has got yet. So she said (laughs) it can get really intense. Um, But yeah. I have, I remember a vision I had one day. I was actually lamenting to God over something. And Jesus was sat on my bed 
I can see see it as clear as day, and and I'm always mm. laughing, saying, you know, these um, movies when you see when the woman's like having a go. Chris used to do this to me when we first got married. I have to remind him he doesn't do it anymore. He just tells me off. But <laughs> you know, when the woman's having a go and the man just like grabs a woman and just kisses her as if just shut up. <laughs> yeah, Jesus just pulled me on his lap and he held me, mm-hmm. and it was. It, it it always reminds me of you know those movies like watch where the where the man did that but he was just saying I love you so I know that you're not you're not happy right now but just know that I'm I love you and just being in his embrace I just forgot what I was lamenting over yeah you know yeah um, yeah so uh, so yes I I I'm I'm getting there Susan I don't think I can stare as long as you. <laughs> as you do but it, it is powerful it, it's so powerful and I would even even just want to say to people that there's no condemnation mm. if it the time that you sit there doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter forget about oh yeah. I, I said that was there for 10 seconds <laughs> I started at 10 seconds like it's not there's no condemnation mm. in that whatever mm. that that amount of time is for you because the more you do it the longer you'll be able to do it it's like practicing anything else right it just just intentionally taking the time to do it and saying i'm gonna set aside one minute for jesus Hmm. right just one minute i'm gonna try to do this for one minute And you may break from that multiple times, but just keep bringing yourself back to him, right? It's just about focusing on him. Excellent. Excellent. Susan, we're about to wrap this up, but since you're talking about resting in him, why don't you just tell us about your um, embracing rest? And um, Mm. Yeah, yeah, so the, yeah, the embracing rest experience, it's a two-hour um, just experience with Jesus, that right there. I, I give more context in Lace and Foundation the first, I think, like maybe 30 to 45 minutes. I talk some about what it is and why it's uh, safe for us to do it and how we, you know, are teaching our brains that it's safe because I think a lot of times um, it's really scary to be that vulnerable with God, Yeah. right? to think about sitting face to face with him and um, sometimes just feeling like I don't have anything to give you, (laughs) you know, and, and getting out of that mindset of you have to bring something to him, but just knowing that again, if it's that one minute, I'm, I'm going to let him love me for one minute. You know, I'm going to just sit here with him. I'm just, I just want to be in his space. And so that, that embracing rest experience gives you the space to just be with him Hmm. with no expectations, just letting him come to you and and show you who he is, Hmm. whatever that looks like. And I love doing this with people because he shows everybody something different. Absolutely. It's yeah. every experience is different with every person. Every time I do it, it's a different experience because mm. he knows exactly what you need 
in that moment and that's how he'll come to you and it's been amazing the healing that has happened um for me personally and for those who have have chosen to do this experience with me so yeah that's something that you can pick up at my website we'll have it down in the show notes it's going across the screen if you're watching um but it's the embracing rest experience right i'm going to read it out for those people who might be listening just on the podcast and i do keep forgetting to do this it's heaven to earth llc.com forward slash offer so that's heaven to earth llc.com forward slash offer you know what susan you need to say this because maybe some people don't understand my british accent (laughs) so so what is the address (laughs) oh they need my country accent Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's heaven to earth llc.com slash offer there you go excellent yeah okay right now i don't know whether there are people on live and i've not had a look but i am going to end the show now but we're not we're going to be back to answer questions if anyone's on okay okay guys thank you so much for uh tuning into another episode of kingdom switch podcast susan and i will be back next week with part three of breaking down the lord's prayer okay that's it for now ciao